Hi, my name is Kendall Cooper. I'm a member of the Quinnipiac women's ice hockey team and you're listening to College Hockey Talk. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of College Hockey Talk. I'm your host Matthew. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and on today's podcast I had the privilege of interviewing Kendall Cooper from the Quinnipiac women's hockey team. In this interview we discussed many things. We discussed Kendall's college hockey experience so far with Quinnipiac and how our team has handled being one of the top five ranked teams in the country. We also talk about Kendall's career before college, where she played with the Stony Creek Sabres, and she also represented Team Canada in the U18 World Championships, where she won a silver medal and a gold medal as well. Um, But before we get to today's interview, I'd just like to ask if you can please follow our social media accounts, whether it's on Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube, where you can watch this entire interview. Um, Also, subscribe to our Apple Podcast page and leave a rating and review, and follow our Spotify account as well. Doing these things helps our podcast grow, helps new people find us, and I really appreciate it if you did those things. And if you follow our Instagram, we post other types of content on that page as well as just podcast promotion stuff. So I would really appreciate it if you guys did that. However, let's get right into today's interview. I hope you guys enjoy, and I'll see you guys next week with another great interview. Bye. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by sophomore from the Quinnipiac women's hockey team, Kendall Cooper. Uh, Welcome to the podcast, Kendall, and thank you so much for coming on. How's everything going? Yeah, thank you for having me. Everything's going great. I'm back at school now, so back into the swing of hockey, and it's, it's awesome. Now, it's hard to believe that the first half of your season is over. So my question is, what have you taken away from the games you've played so far? And how would you evaluate your team's performance as of now? Yeah, I think it's uh, it was a pretty good first half of the season. Um, I think we accomplished a lot of great things. Um, and yeah, I think uh, we kind of we have been working since well the summer. But um, when we got here in late August and up until um, Christmas. So uh, we've been putting everything we can into um, our season. And I think we've seen some some good victories um, with the Nutmeg Classic. And then um, obviously our record is, is pretty good. So we're pretty happy with it. Now, having after having a successful first half of the season, how are you approaching the second half of the season? And what are your team's goals and expectations? Yeah, I think we're obviously approaching it um, to get better. Um, our coach always um, emphasizes the fact on just playing um, the best version of our team that we possibly can. We don't worry too much about who we're playing and when we're playing. So I think um, obviously just finding our areas to improve as a team um, and individually um, is important. And I think that'll lead us to success in the second half. Now talk about what it's like playing in the ECEC <clears throat> and especially this year since the Ivy League teams are back. Um, has it changed your approach at all playing conference games or has it been relatively the same? Yeah, it's been cool to play Ivy League teams since we didn't get to play them last year. And um, I think the ECAC, it's such a strong league. I mean, every every game, it's going to be a good one. And I think 
that's what has helped us to really um, have success in out of conference as well because we're always playing uh, really solid teams and um, yeah our our goals don't really change we as I said before we want to be the best version that we possibly can and and that's what we focus on does your approach change at all just because last year you were playing the same teams pretty much every week but however this season you're playing kind of a different team every Friday and Saturday does your approach change at all uh, from that standpoint or is it relatively the same um I would say it's relatively the same I think our coaches obviously give us different um details um for that specific team that we're playing but um, as I said, we focus on ourselves, um, but I do think it's it's pretty cool to play against um, a bunch of different teams and uh, different players rather than the, the three other teams that we played last year. Now, what's been the biggest improvement you've made to your game so far this year? Um, I would say the biggest improvement is just focusing on the, the little details. I think um, our coach really emphasizes that as well. Um, so just like having good sticks, sticks and lanes, um, body contact, those little things kind of go a long way. And I think that's what's um, been my biggest improvement. And then also just staying offensive. I think, um, you know, creating offense, being a defenseman is really important because it's obviously you have three forwards, but to add in defense um, in the offensive zone is, it is definitely helpful. And how have you gone about, I guess, improving that part of your game, like in practice, like what do you work on? Yeah, our coach really, she gives us um, different things to work on in each practice. And, um, you know, we only get a couple reps per drill. And so she really focuses um, on those little details and, you know, really emphasizes that we need to focus in practice because that will um, transfer into the game. And so, um, yeah, every practice is really structured well. Now, your team's also currently ranked. So my question is, how has yourself and your teammates kind of maintained that consistency in winning games? But also, do you feel any pressure of being a ranked team, and how do you handle that? Yeah, obviously, it's it's pretty cool to be ranked. Um, as I said before, and it'll probably get a little repetitive, we focus on ourselves. And so we don't worry too much about um, where we're ranked and who else is ranked. And we're really looking to be the best version of ourselves. And we do believe that we should be up there. So I think... Um, it's important for us to, you know, stay confident and um, understand that we deserve to be there. Now, what are your thoughts on the tournament getting expanded to 11 teams? Because obviously that has a big impact on the rankings. And how do you think that's going to affect your team in regards to heading into the ECAC uh, playoffs? Yeah, I think it's it's great for women's hockey. I think we deserve it. And so that's awesome that the um, switch has been made to 11 uh, teams. And for us, um, that just means more competition and I think we do deserve to be in the tournament and we're going to work towards that um, among our other goals um, for the season and so yeah I mean it's something that is exciting for sure. Now at the time of this recording your team has a big series against Wisconsin coming up how excited are you to play um, in this series and what's it like to play out of conference teams uh, since you really didn't get to do that last year and does the style of play differ from the ECAC you've noticed playing teams in hockey East or the WCHA, which you're going to experience on this upcoming weekend? Yeah, it's super exciting. I think um, anytime you can get a crack at the number one team is um, <clears throat> is pretty exciting. Um, and I've never been to Wisconsin, so that's kind of cool to go there too. Um, and yeah, in terms of style of play, I think we've, I've never played against a WCHA team. And so I think that'll be a difference um we played hockey teams which have a different style for sure for sure than the ECAC but 
Um, we're not going to change too much. We're going to focus on ourselves, and um, I think we have a pretty good shot at beating them, so I'm excited. Now, how are you going to use the performance against Wisconsin once the team starts playing again in the ECAC? Yeah, I think it'll be um, a good kind of um, test to see where we're at. And then, you know, obviously we're going to bring that momentum back into our conference play um, and get into the swing of things. We play Clarkson and St. Lawrence the following weekend, so it'll be a quick turnaround. And I think it's definitely important to take um, things from those Wisconsin games, but also um, we need to move on from that and focus on who we're playing next. Now, your team won the Nutmeg Classic this year. I kind of want to ask you a little bit about that. So just talk about what it's like winning that in-season tournament and what it meant for your team, especially since that's probably the best way to close out a first half of the season, in my opinion. Yeah, no, it was it was really cool. It was fun a um, couple games to play, and I, we had great competition. I mean, it was really big for our team, actually, um, being down two goals uh, to Yale and coming back and winning. That kind of shows um, a bit of adversity. And so I think... That was a huge win. And then also playing a close game against uh, UConn and we, we got the win. So that was important. Playing in those one goal games will definitely help um, down the road in the second half when we, we play in those kind of games as well. So, yeah, it was definitely a fun way to end out the first half of the season. Especially since UConn was playing in their home ice, they probably had a little more of home ice advantage than your team has, especially in that rink because it's really small, at least from what mm-hmm. I've seen. Yeah, no, it was it was a fun atmosphere to play, and definitely um, they had the home crowd, but um, we had lots of our family out too, so it was just fun, uh, fun atmosphere. And what's it like playing with fans again? Has it been fun for yourself, especially since um, your family has the chance to go out and watch you play in person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was really awesome um, to play in front of fans again. And, yeah, my family, they came out to the Nutmeg Classic, um, and that was really cool. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just – it's a lot more fun to play in front of fans. You know, they cheer for you and stuff like that. So it kind of helps. Now talk about what it's like playing under Coach Turner and what have you learned from her from your time with Quinnipiac so far? Yeah, it's been really good. She's a very knowledgeable person. And um, one of our things that I mentioned about our team before is um, very detail-oriented. And so she really emphasizes um, the importance of small details and stuff. And I think um, as I said before, that was one of the biggest improvements to my game, and she's definitely um, been the reason why that has been improved upon. So um, just very knowledgeable, and um, she really cares about um, women's hockey for sure. Now let's start off and transition and talk about the beginning of your hockey career. So you're from Burlington, Ontario. Talk about growing up there, and how did you start playing hockey? Yeah, so I um, my I have an older brother, um, and he played hockey, and so – when I was little, I was five years old and I, I wanted to be just like him. And so that's how I kind of began playing hockey. And then um, my dad, actually, he used to build um, rinks in our backyard. And so my brother and I, we'd play out there for hours and stuff. And that's kind of how I started. And then um, I just moved my way up and to where I am now. And who was your favorite player growing up? Was it someone in the NHL or was it a women's hockey player on the national team? Yeah, so I had a couple. I wouldn't say I have one specific favorite player, but um, from the women's national team, um, obviously I loved watching Haley Wickenizer and Becky Keller play. Um, and then in the NHL, my favorite team was Detroit. And so um, I really liked watching Nicholas Lindstrom play. So, yeah. Was it cool to see um, Wickenheiser get inducted into the Hall of Fame, especially since she was one of your favorite players growing up? 
Yeah, it was really cool. Obviously, she deserves it. She's a, a outstanding player. And so, yeah, that was a pretty cool moment for her. Now, before Quinnipiac, you played in the PWHL. Um, how'd you get the opportunity to be a part of that league and play for Stony Creek? Yeah, so <clears throat> I um, switched over from boys to girls hockey in um, Bantam, and I played for Stony Creek, and then I worked my way up um, through Midget, and then that's how I got on the junior team. And so, yeah. And just talk about your experience with Stony Creek. Um, what was it like, and what's the best memory, I guess, you have uh, with that organization? Yeah, it was awesome playing for Stony Creek. Um, a lot of great players have gone through there, um, Sarah Nurse, Laura Fortino, and so um, it's a pretty, pretty great organization, and um, I had a great time there. I think just one of my favorite memories is probably just going to away tournaments. Uh, we always went to Vermont, um, so that was a pretty fun one, and just being on the bus with all your teammates and stuff, you make memories. Now, um, what type of leadership did you want to bring to the team at your time with Stony Creek, especially since you've been there for a lot of your career? And what did you take away, I guess, from the leadership that you brought to the team and how have you brought it to Quinnipiac? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I would say I'm more of a lead by example um, type of leader. But um, I think being captain um, my senior year um, playing for Stony Creek, I kind of had to find a bit of a vocal role as well. And I think that pushed me out of my comfort zone. And I'm a lot more comfortable now speaking up. And so I think that's what I've brought um, to Quinnipiac as well. Just playing my game, but also not being afraid to speak up when I, you know, when I see something and yeah. And you got to put some incredible players during your time at Stony Creek. You played with Lauren Messier and Grace Nellis. What was it like uh, playing with those players? Yeah, it was awesome. They're really, they're really great players and even better people. And um, I'm still close with them today. Um, so yeah, it was awesome playing with them. Even, I mean, other players, Chantal St. Croix and Vanessa Upson, they're, they're doing great at Mercyhurst. And so I think um, that's definitely helped um, in my success is playing with other great players too. And I don't know if you've played Lauren Messier yet in college, but how cool is that game going to be uh, to play with against her? Yeah, so we're both from on, um, Burlington, Ontario, which is, is pretty cool. We're pretty close. And, yeah, we haven't played each other yet, but um, I want to say it's in late January that we play Dartmouth. And so that'll definitely be a, a cool game. Um, hopefully uh, she'll take it easy on me. <laughs> now, how did your time with Stony Creek help prepare you uh, for college hockey? Yeah, I think, um, you know, they're also a pretty detailed uh, team. And so I think um, I had great coaches um, in Stony Creek that have helped me to propel my game and um, they continue to support me and they still reach out to me and talk to me and so I think it's Stony Creek's a pretty um, bonded organization in that once you leave you're still a saber and so I think um, that's pretty cool and I've built a lot of relationships with a lot of people there. Now something else that you were a part of before college hockey was you played in the U18 World Championships uh, with Team Canada. Just talk about that experience. What was it like representing your country and what did you take away from that tournament, even though you won silver medal? Yeah, I think, um, I mean, it's pretty cool. I I played two years for U18s and so yeah, gold and a silver um, is, is pretty cool, I think. And um, just being able to represent your country on international level and being able to travel. I, I went to Japan and then Slovakia. And so um, places I never really thought I'd go, especially to play hockey. And so I think that's pretty cool. And then, I mean, meeting um, players from across the country is, is, is really cool. And I'm close with a lot of them still. And so um, the overall experience was, it was awesome. Where do you keep the gold medal today? I'm curious. 
<laughs> I keep it in my um in my office, just in my house. Um, I don't put it on display, but it's it's obviously a nice thing that I'll I'll keep forever. I guess I got to ask you this as well, but obviously mm-hmm. recently the U18 World Championships were canceled. Um, just I want to get your thoughts on that announcement and um, just your opinion on it. Yeah, I mean it's obviously a, a sad thing that happened, and um, I think especially last year it getting canceled, and then this year again getting canceled. I think um, you know there needs to be some steps or decisions made to find um, you know a. And tournament on a later date, I should say, instead of canceling it, maybe postponing it. And so that we can find an alternative. I think it's important for women's hockey to be visible. And um, a lot of people want to see that tournament happen. And I've seen a lot of um, people speak out about it. And so that's a good thing. And um, hopefully they can find them somewhere else to, to have the tournament. Now talk about your recruitment process uh, with Quinnipiac. What was that like? And what made you want to go uh, to Quinnipiac versus other schools you might've looked at? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, um, it was pretty a cool experience, obviously um, being a young player um, playing minor hockey and then, you know, universities uh, wanting to talk to you is, is different. I, I didn't really know much um, before. And so um, yeah, Quinnipiac, um, it's a smaller school, um, but they really focus on athletics and the, the whole organization, like the hockey um, rink and the facilities and everything, it's really outstanding. And so that definitely helped my decision, but um, they're really good with academics as well. And I know that's important to me and my family. So um, it was a pretty easy decision to go here. Now, what was the biggest adjustment you had to make to college hockey? Um, I would say that it's just a lot faster and a lot more physical, (laughs) I think. Um, playing in the PWHL is, is pretty good. It's the best league in, in Canada for sure. And um, that helped me transition to uh, college hockey, but um, everyone here is faster and more physical. So that was probably my biggest transition. Now you talked about why you, one of the reasons why you chose Quinnipiac was because of the academic side of the school as well. So I have to ask, how do you balance both the hockey side of your life, but also the academic part of your life as well? Yeah, I think obviously it takes a little bit to um, get used to, but um, sometimes you have to do homework um, on the bus when you're going to um, an away game or um, sometimes you have to do homework when times when you don't really want to because you're tired. But um, it's really it's not too bad to balance once you get used to it. Um, I'm in journalism, so it's pretty easy to just pull out my laptop and start writing whatever I need to. I don't really need any other materials like that. So um, yeah, I, I wouldn't say it's too hard to balance. It's just kind of a, a learning curve for sure. Now, what have you taken away from your Quinnipiac mm-hmm. hockey experience so far when you look back on it today? Um, I think it's great. I mean, last year was a bit of a different um, season, but I didn't really know what to expect anyways. I think it was a lot harder of a transition for the older girls because they were already here and they, they were used to playing um, – that sort of season the way it was. And then with COVID, it was a little different, but um, this year it's been awesome. Like our team is super close off the ice and then we're just, we're doing great on the ice. So I think um, it's just been a blast and I'm really looking forward to the second half of the season. So we're now in a segment I like to call the non-hockey segment, just to get to know you a little bit more off the ice. So my first question to you is what music uh, do you like to listen to, whether it's before a game or just on a general basis? 
Yeah, I think before a game, I wouldn't really have anything specific. I don't really like let myself kind of get too routine with music. I'm pretty superstitious as it is. And so I don't want to let that affect uh, my game. But um, when I'm not around hockey, I think I listen to a lot of country, just a lot of pop in general. Um, but probably my favorite artist band is the Lumineers. So I really like their music. Awesome. Yeah, I'm a huge fan of that song. Ho oh, hey, I think it's a really good tune. Yeah, it is. Now, I know Quinnipiac, they have goal songs on their social media, which I think is really cool. What's your goal song? I am so blanking out right now. I I can't remember. May, maybe Maggie can help me, but I don't know if she's paying attention. Uh, yeah, let me go look. And we <laughs> I don't know why back. I'm blanking out. Maybe <laughs> it's because I don't score goals often. <laughs> I'll go look. Hold on. But uh, no, that, that I just thought that was really cool that uh, that's what your team does. But no, next non-hockey question is, um, if there was a movie made about your life, um, who would you want to play yourself and why? Ooh, that's tough. I um, I don't know. I'd probably say Sandra Bullock. I really like her as an actress. Uh, one of my favorite movies is The Blind Side, and she's been in a lot of great movies. So I think probably her. Now, um, who is the funniest teammate you have at Quinnipiac? Oh gosh, there's a there's a couple of pretty funny ones. I'd have to say either Gabby Vitelli or Katie Huntington. Now you obviously have the best style on the team, but besides yourself, <laughs> uh, who has the best style on Quinnipiac women's hockey? Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, and I'd have to say, I mean, Nina Steigoff has pretty good style. Also, um, Maddie Samuskevich. It's so hard to pronounce her last name, but hopefully, I got that right. Um, they have pretty good style too. So yeah. Now, what is your biggest pet peeve? My biggest pet peeve, I think, I I kind of want to say that just like people talking while they're eating food. Like I think it's I don't know that kind of just grosses me out a little bit. Yeah. If there is a me- any speaking of food, uh, if there's any meal you could have for the rest of your life, uh, what would that meal be? Ooh, honestly. I might get tired of sweetness, but like ice cream is my all-time favorite food, so I'd probably have to say that. What's your favorite flavor? Strawberry. I get a lot of hate for that, but <laughs> I don't know. That's my favorite. I can't say anything about it because I've never had strawberry ice cream before. So never? No, Ooh, never have. Girl. You got to try it. I'm very basic with my ice cream. I like vanilla and chocolate. That's pretty much it. Okay, that's not too bad, though. Keep it the classics. Yeah. Now, back to some hockey questions. Now, I guess we kind of had this conversation a little bit, but what should we done to help grow women's hockey, in your opinion? Yeah, I think just making it more visible. I think, um, you know, having it on air, on TV, so that people can watch it. I think, um, obviously, a lot of people are saying it's a, it's a money issue, but we're never going to get to that same equality if we don't give a, a shot at women's hockey, right? Like, um, I think just making it more visible and um, promoting it more, Um, will help and I know we're going in the right direction for sure Um, the rivalry series is a big thing and I love watching those games because um, Ken and U.S. always always give each other a a good game and I think um, if we just continue to promote um, that hockey and it starts with young ages and so that's why I think the U18 um, women's world is so important is because you're developing those players that will hopefully play um, on the national team at some point and so um, I think there just needs to be more visibility. Yeah, and also with the U18s, like it's a good way to kind of showcase your talents before heading off to college, which 
Eastern women's hockey, there's not a lot of opportunities to do that. So that's why it's a big tournament as well. Exactly. Yeah. Now, what advice, I guess, would you give those younger players who are trying to pursue a D1 college hockey scholarship? Like what advice would you give them and, or just in general on how to be a better hockey player in person? Yeah, I think it's just to play your game. I think, um, you know, obviously working hard is important and, um, you know, being open to improving is also very important, but just playing your game and being yourself. Um, don't try to be like any other player, be yourself, and that's what will make you unique. And I think that's what a lot of colleges and universities are looking for is new players that can bring something new to the team. Well, do you have any shout outs you'd like to give uh, to any of your teammates, uh, family members, friends, um, anyone in particular? Feel free to shout them out now. Um, well, actually, today it's December 28th and it's my mom's birthday. So I just like to give her a birthday shout out. <laughs> nice. Awesome. Yeah. Well, shout out to your mom. But thank you so <laughs> much, Kendall, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Take care. Stay safe. And um, I can't wait to watch you play for the second half of the season. I know you're going to do great. And I just want to let you know that you're one of my favorite players in college hockey. So I'm super excited that you had the chance to come on and talk with me today. Well, that's very nice of you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> One step forward and another back I would never try to fool ya I'm one heartbeat away from going mad Girl, when you're looking like that Closer, closer I'ma get closer to you, yeah Got me, baby Got me hooked on you once again Damn. Good.